Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Keeson. With me today is the woman who knows how to set personal boundaries, Alex Standy. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. And Alex and I are hanging out by the stream today. We're going to be uh, inside <laughs> watching the flow go by throughout the day because David Strickle, the stream of David, joining us today. Hey, David, how you doing? Good. Always good to be here. It's good to have you here. And uh, I imagine we're probably going to get uh, some of the Taya community logging in and checking in at some point. So uh, I imagine we will uh, get some stream questions there. But in the meantime, we, you and I need to catch up because we haven't talked in a bit. And uh, the last yeah, couple times we tried to connect didn't work. The last time you tried to connect, I had COVID. That didn't work too well. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, before that, I can't remember when. What was the last time you were on? It, it was like three months ago, something like that? I think. It's been. It was the summertime. It's been a few months. Oh, summertime, so it's more than that. Okay. All right. So yeah. what's been happening in Taya community? Uh, Taya community is, is rolling along. Uh, we're all, uh, we're doing a joyful December series on the stream of David podcast and private oh, graduates okay. come back on and talk about how they bring joy into their daily lives, which ah, is a yes. big part of my practice, of course. Yes. That joy thing is a big, th I, actually joy is a big thing today too, because I have my cat joy in my lap as we're doing this. So this is Hi, joy. He's sound asleep. This is unusual. He's normally not inside this time of day, but he decided to grace us with his presence. Which well, it's nice brick. It's brick out there. So it is. Well, also somebody's mowing the lawn. He doesn't like mowers. Oh, maybe, so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That that will kind of do it. He he looked and said, "No, I want to come in." <laughs> now, what what is your weather like like right now? It's freezing. Oh wow. It That's feels like twenty something, but it's only like thirty six. But it's still. It's 36, but with a lot of wind chill. Yeah, There's a lot a of wind chill. And we were just in the 60s the other day, so it's very confusing. It's a shift, yeah. I'm I'm suffering in the 70-degree sun here in Southern California. So. You know what, though? <laughs> <laughs> but we do roast for that all summer long. That's you know. right. You're in the hundreds, right? So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, in the 110. Our, our winter is our summer. It's when you stay inside. You don't go outside just because it's so hot. It's 100 degrees yeah. at 1 a.m., you know? yeah. Yeah, we do have that. Yeah. So my intention is to manifest a beach house for next summer. Ooh. Nice. That sounds really nice. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I'm actually thinking about uh, doing some moving around instead of staying in one place. I, I, I have to iron a few things out, but I kind of like the idea. You know, you want to come. Well, to you know, I, I, you know, I'm coming to the Cape. I mean, is there any year when I don't come to the Cape? I mean, true that, true that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's gorgeous there. It's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. But uh, there are some other gorgeous places around. Well, my brother's in Florida. He's in the yeah. Orlando area. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen him since before the pandemic. So I got to make a trip down there at some point. Mm -hmm. I used to live yeah. there as well. And it's it's nice there. You have a little more humidity in Florida than you do in South mm. Carolina. Yeah, quite a bit uh, more. Yeah. It's, it's really nice this time of year down there also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. So there's that. I'm, I want to get to Hawaii at some point. I haven't been out to California Ooh. in ages. Like I do get out to California at some point. See you guys. I've never been. You ever been to California? Never uh, been. Never been to the West I've Coast. I've been all of the United States, and, and California by far is the most beautiful part of the United States, in my opinion. There's a lot of beautiful parts of the United States, but I love California. Mm -hmm. California is beautiful. There is no doubt about it. I, I'm also prejudiced. I grew up in upstate New York, and I think upstate New York is the most beautiful area in the United States. But, you know, that's part of, you know, <laughs> we, we have our regional affiliations, right? That's true. 
So, but I, New York, upstate New York is not the most beautiful place to be in the dead of winter, just as Southern California is not the most beautiful place to be in the dead of summer. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only time I've been, I've been to New York several times, but the only time I've been upstate, uh, is Mohawk Mountain. Is that upstate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, relatively okay. upstate. I've been, yeah. I've been to Mohawk Mountain and it was yeah. in the fall and it was not pretty then, but I could see how it'd be beautiful in the springtime. Mm-hmm. Well, if you were also, if you're there at the right time in the fall, when the leaves are still on the trees, it can be absolutely Yeah, gorgeous. it was, it was after that. Oh, I yeah. was on a corporate yeah. retreat and I think we got a deal to go. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We got a deal to go after season. You got the, the post leaf keeper deal. I, I <laughs> think it was the hotel from The yeah. Shining. It was just like the, the hotel from The Shining. Oh, okay. So well, mountainous and yeah. And it was creepy. It was really a creepy old. I loved it. I like creepy old stuff. <laughs> that, that actually, you, you find a lot of that in upstate New York. A lot of the resort type places have been used for filming for, for some of these films. So it's not surprising. It's not surprising yeah. at all. Yeah. It, it, I don't know if it was the place that they, where they filmed The Shining, but it reminded me a lot of it. <laughs> so I didn't see any like creepy dead children in the hallway or oh, anything okay. like that, though. So okay. okay. All right. <laughs> I've never seen The Shining. Wow. The movie queen has never seen The Shining? I'm the I'm TV stunned. queen, not the movie queen. I've well, never right. seen The I'll, Shining. I'll give you credit. Yeah, you're right. You're, but, you're more on the TV Listen, side. you got to remember. your era because TV is better than movies these days, in my opinion. So there's a lot of good television out there. Facts. But when I when The Shining came out, I wasn't of appropriate age to have seen it. And I just never got around to it. And now uh, I don't do horror. So. <laughs> understand. And it's a it's a scary one. I was a child, too. And I, I was left to my own devices as a child. So. <laughs> I, I watched The Exorcist when I was like six. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have, and that's probably why I don't do scary right now. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got to yeah, ask you, David, what, what, when, when you saw The Exorcist at age six, I mean, you got head spinning around and so forth. Did that kind of help to influence you to, to make your internal connection and and uh, start? Well, you know, all stuff? of the I, I was always fascinated by all the otherworldly stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I understood there was another world out there, but it wasn't anything like what was presented to us in horror movies. But I spent <laughs> years exploring all of that. And I was very fascinated with anything, not, you know, these movies where people get hacked up and all that stuff. I've never liked that. But these movies that are uh, creepy, you know, things that you can't see. Uh, I was always into like that whole energetic presence thing. And a lot of it was just validation of, of, the stream really that, Hey, there is something more than just 3d physical reality, but what is it? Because mm-hmm. what I was getting was nothing like the horror movie stuff at all. Still is not, never has been, but right. uh, you know, just the exploration or the idea of that. I was always fascinated with psychics that could connect with people who crossed over and all that too, because of the same reason. By the way, I've got to acknowledge somebody in the live stream where people are starting to filter in here. And we have a visitor from Palestine joining us today named Ibrahim. Oh, wow. hello Ibrahim. welcome for welcome joint for happy that you're joining us we're happy that you're here but wow connecting from palestine oh my goodness we really do have a worldwide web going on here <laughs> we do this is excellent so um so what do you, david were you thinking of, of doing a stream session today or what, what were you what did you have in mind whatever you want you're the boss i just show up so i'll i'll, <laughs> I'll bring whatever you want delivered what do you think, Alex? You got any questions you think that uh, you'd like to ask the stream? I'm sure I can come up with some. All right. Well, then let's do a session. We'll go with that for a bit, and then we'll bring David back. Okay. All let's right. bring him in. Here we go.
We are here. Welcome, stream. Thank you for flowing past this corner of uh, the Internet neighborhood. We appreciate you being here today. And uh, we were just chatting about, uh, as, as I'm sure you're aware, we were just chatting about a bunch of things uh, just to get that uh, that vibe up and to get into that high-feeling place because as you and Abraham and other uh, teachers from Source Perspective have told us, that's the place we we really need to be. So I wanted you to start off just by, let's just talk about that that general concept about what is that the, uh, the, the, the basic lesson, so to speak, that, that you're trying to, to tell to all of us each time that you're doing these presentations. We would begin by stating that the, the energetic realm is not something that's out there. You are in the energetic realm. You are of the energetic realm. The, the, the energetic realm is the source of all creation. You, you may call it the universe. You may refer to it as a deity. You may refer to it simply as source. But we are referring to a, a, an eternal consciousness of creation that is the, the, the source of all creation. Though our teachings will lead you to understand that the, the creation process is, is, is completed by us, our energy, that which you call source. We, we are all of you. You are all part of us expressing ourselves into infinite physical environments. And the earth environment is one of those. And as human beings, you, you are the most advanced physical beings in your environment. And you are coming around to the understanding that your presence in your world is not just the 3D tactile experience that you have been led to believe. Many of you are coming to understand more and more and more that the energy part of your being is actually the, the controller of your being, the creator of your being, is that that energetic piece, which is the consciousness piece, which is the intelligence. That intelligence creates everything, everything. And your individual expression, what you are perceiving as your individual expression as a human being, is simply an experience that source is projecting into to have in physical. So you're having this physical experience, each and every one of you. We, we will bring this back around to terms that, that are useful to you. Because all of this heady, out there, energetic realm, energetic beings, infinite intelligence, all of those words are, are words that perhaps sound interesting, if not completely sexy to all of you, because it's <laughs> something that's beyond physical and it's, it's interesting and it's stimulating to think about. But it's of little use to you unless you pull that consciousness, that awareness into your 3D reality and create in your 3D reality with the knowledge. So it's important for you to understand that you are all creating all the time on autopilot so that the creation is already happening. The creation is guaranteed. You are the one that has created the life experience that you're in. Your consciousness has created your point of entry. Your consciousness chose your parents in the circumstances that you chose to project into. All of those things were a vibrational alignment that allowed you to emerge as what you are perceiving as a physical being having this linear physical experience that has a beginning, a middle, and an end to it. The energetic realm is, is pure consciousness, so it does not operate that way. It's knowledge. So here in physical, you're having this linear journey. 
and you're in this environment where you are observing, you're experiencing, and you're establishing preferences. It is very natural for any physical being of any sort to establish preferences. You're, you're, the plants of your world have a preference for light and water and things of this nature and to varying degrees based on their species. Well, you have the same thing going on. You have your preferences. And your preferences are certainly more sophisticated because you're a more sophisticated life form. So you're here having this more sophisticated journey where you are placing more sophisticated obstacles in your paths. You, your, your version of drama is very different than that of most of the, the animal and plant life in, in your world. Mm -hmm. So that's because you need that additional stimulation to continue to motivate you to create. So you have these preferences, you have these things that you observe that you want to experience. And in the end, your belief is that if you experience these things, you are going to experience some sort of joy or satisfaction that you're going to have a satisfying and or joyful experience in the having of something, in the being of something, in the doing of something. Your egos want to have these experiences. Your egos want to be recognized. Your egos want to, to be the best and put you first. And there's nothing wrong with that. that. That's how a species expands and survives. That selfishness. We are here to guide all of you to understand that your ego is serving a great purpose in your lifetime. Your ego is serving that purpose of, of taking you on this physical journey, moving you forward, inspiring you to want more. And that wanting more is creating this contrasting experience of positives and negatives for you. And in that path of positive and negative, your positive experiences, it's, it's easier for most of you to understand how your wanted experiences expand you. You get tickets to a concert that you're really excited about and you get really good seats and you go to that concert and you have that experience and you feel the expansion in the joy of the moment of simply being there and having done that. And then you can reflect upon that experience for the rest of your lifetime. Mm -hmm. That is easier for you to comprehend than how you can comprehend uh, some sort of an unwanted manifestation expanding you. But they do. In fact, if you didn't have the unwanted items the desired items wouldn't have the same meaning for you. If you were sitting on the front row of your, your favorite artist concert every night, it would become commonplace and you would get bored with it and eventually you would stop going. Mm -hmm. Or giving your tickets away to others. I've seen this show. I've done this. I've experienced it. The first time I experienced it, it was, it was this magical, life-changing thing. But as time goes on, it wasn't so inspiring anymore. The stimulation was no longer there. So what do you do as physical beings? You establish new preferences, but generally your preferences are established in experiencing the obstacles and the things that you don't want or don't like or that challenge you in some way. But you have this collective consciousness that you have all created for yourselves that is very much rooted in ego, not in source. And it is labeling the, the very challenges that you create for yourselves as something that should not be experienced. And so you, you, you all tell yourselves that these obstacles and these challenges should not be. And instead of appreciating them and the solving of them, you push against them, you fight, you battle. But notice what happens universally when you are fighting and battling instead of being in the appreciation mode, which is actually the solving mode. These things linger on and on and on and on. You can look at your, your politics, your religion, any of your elements of control of your world, anything that creates 
a collective belief system. And at their core, they all have that judgment piece attached to them of should not be. This must be stopped. This must be eradicated. And you can go back in time decades and see the same things being discussed in the same way. Yeah. Yet they never get solved. So we are here <laughs> to share with humanity the trick, if there's a trick at all, it's not really a trick. It's really a universal law. The trick to solving anything is to find deep, authentic appreciation of the problem itself. And when you find that deep, authentic appreciation of the problem itself, you are then operating in source consciousness as opposed to ego consciousness. And when you're operating in source, you are then capable of new creation. And your new creation will be the solving of the issue. There will always be another issue because you're operating in polarity, so you're moving through vibrational flow, meaning you're all vibrational beings having this, these mixes of experiences, and you always will be in physical. That's the purpose of physical. But you've all had this idea created that there's some sort of utopia waiting for you, that there's some sort of new earth where you all sit around and agree with one another all the time. <laughs> where there's never a, a disconnection from source, there's never a challenge to be had, and you're all on the exact same wavelength of, of being in agreement about all things. The problem there is the physical environment is no longer necessary when you arrive to that space. So if you want to talk about the destruction of your environment, the destruction of your environment is, is not going to be via climate change. The destruction of your environment is going to be finding utopia. <laughs> We're not guiding you to stop looking for solutions, but stop this fairy tale that there's some utopia waiting for you and that what you're experiencing right now is something less than that, something that's damaged or broken or wrong because it's not. The problems of your world are operating at no higher frequency than they were 100 or 1,000 years ago. The problems of your world are just newly created problems and ongoing problems of human creation that will be solved as soon as they're appreciated. So where this works for all of you in your lives is to understand that humanity is nowhere near destroying the earth environment by arriving at utopia. You're all very well aware of that. But you can create your own utopia within your own life experience by finding joy and appreciation for all that you are creating for yourselves. All of it. The positive, the negative, the challenges, the things that you've been through that you believe damaged you only made you stronger. And you have that opportunity to transform how you move through your vibrational journey and move from a place of labeling things as this should not be, I'm stuck in this unwanted condition. This thing keeps coming around. The universe is trying to teach me a lesson. I have nothing to do with it. This is being done to me. <laughs> That's the common wavelength of humanity in your current state. But you do have the power in your own individual lives to move beyond that to a more sophisticated way of operation, which is finding appreciation in all that is. Finding joy in your now. Finding appreciation in whatever you are in. And the magical thing for all of you when you finally do that is all of the needs that you believe you have to be happy simply melt away. You no longer need to be rich. You no longer need to be thin. You no longer need to be younger or married to the perfect partner or living in the perfect place or the most beautiful home or any of those things. And when you release the need of all of those things, the things that you want most tend to flow right in with ease because you're no longer chasing them away with a vibration of need. Wow. Alex, one of the things that I love about talking with the stream 
is that you ask a question and you get, and you get an essay back. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> and it's a good essay. It's a really good essay. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I could probably hang 10 to 15 questions. Oh, speaking of questions, anyone in the live stream, if you have questions that you want to ask the stream, type it into the chat and I'll be sure to relay them to the stream so we can get them answered right here on the program. But I mean, I, I, I love all the different kinds of questions that, that I can ask, but oh my goodness, so much great <laughs> information that comes through and all that. Um, one of the thoughts that went through my mind stream as, um, as you were talking there, uh, through David is that, uh, I, I often think about the fact that yes, we do experience in full technicolor the the stuff that we we didn't really mean to ask for, but we asked for anyway. The stuff that we didn't like, that we didn't prefer, and and the thought that often goes through my head is, what on earth was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of second guess myself. Uh, but then you took it right into the whole appreciation angle, and that, that's actually something I've been working on specifically very much lately in my own life. Um, there have been a number of situations going on right right now. I'm going through a period in my life that I, I have not yet detailed here on the podcast. And I know I've teased you about it before listeners. I am going to get there. Um, I'm going to tell you the whole story. So I'm, at some point, the reason I haven't told you the story mainly is because I'm still living it. I don't know what the whole story is yet. I have mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff that's still playing out. Um, but one of the, the aspects of what's going on is that it reminds me of an experience that I've talked about here on the show uh, that happened about eight years ago. And in that experience, um, I was, I, I was dealing with the fact that everything was up in the air. Everything seemed out of my control. And it was the optimum time or the ultimate time, depending on how you want to look at it, to just trust and appreciate that things are going to work out because I couldn't see how they were going to work out. And the exact same thing is happening now. It's different circumstances, different stuff going on, but it's very much the same thing. It, it, it's like my whole life kind of got ripped out and all of a sudden, everything was up in the air, and I didn't know how any of it was going to resolve. The difference this time around is that I know more about the importance of the appreciation of the um, of, of refocusing my attention away from, oh, my God, I can't believe that my life is falling apart into, wow, my life is turning into something brand new that I don't even know what it is. It's going to be exciting. And that alone changes the experience. Um there's still a trust factor that, that comes into it. It's not like I've instantly learned the lesson from eight years ago and said, Oh yeah, this is easy. I got this. No, no, no. It's still just as difficult as it was then. The difference is now I know now, now I have the information that that's feeding me as I'm going through all this stuff. So that that's my very long winded way of saying, I appreciate what you were talking about there stream because I can apply it directly to what's going on in my life right now. And I kind of suspect there are a lot of people listening in right now. We can mm. say the same thing. Now, I, we do have a question from Undine, a question for the stream. The question is, how does one deal with someone gaslighting you? And this is a really interesting uh, uh, choice of words here because Merriam-Webster Dictionary just named gaslighting as the word of the year. I don't know if you heard that, but I, I thought that was pretty cool. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the question is, how, how does one deal with someone gaslighting you, i.e. moving things in a house and saying they have not moved and try to imply there is something wrong with you in any confrontational conversation? The, the, the path to solving anything and everything is, is appreciation. And when you feel like you're being manipulated and you, you feel like someone is being dishonest with you and, and, and it's taking you to that place where you are questioning perhaps your own sanity in a moment, it is difficult for you to find instantaneous appreciation of something of that nature. However, you can find appreciation for that. 
reminding yourself of the, the what what we refer to as the source perspective, our perspective of appreciation of all things. That appreciation is is not about celebration and 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 begging for more of the same. Appreciation is having such a deep understanding of your transgressor, and in this case, the one that you are labeling the the, the gaslighter is for you indeed a transgressor. Having such deep understanding of them from a higher perspective, meaning when you really zoom out and you remove all fear and judgment, you get out of your, your ego space and you are starting to apply the source perspective across your, your life and your world. I appreciate this. I appreciate that. I can deeply understand this. When you get yourself into that really high vibrational space, it's much easier for you to, to concentrate this way because your mind shifts into a higher frequency and you are aligned with your source being, which is always inside you. And when you do that, you are then able to review topics through the lens of source, meaning through the lens of appreciation, something that perhaps you were judging just moments prior, you are now having a higher vibrational opinion of. So apply that higher vibrational opinion to the one that you believe is gaslighting you and the, the situation of the gaslighting. That why are the, why would they be doing this? And sometimes you have to use your imagination to bridge the gap. You're not exactly sure why, but you probably have some ideas why. Why would they be doing that? Generally, when, when someone is behaving towards you in such a way, you all understand when you when you really move up your vibrational spiral, you understand that their actions are actually rooted in their own transgressors and then their, their own fear and judgment. And you all know what that fear and judgment space feels like. It doesn't feel as good as appreciation. It doesn't feel as good as loving and appreciating yourselves and all that is. So just imagine that that person is operating in a mode of fear trying to manipulate in some way. And when you take the judgment out of all of that, you can move toward appreciation of them. And when you appreciate a transgressor, their behavior changes. The transgressor behavior will either change towards you, you have that power, or they will fade from your reality. They cannot stay in your life the way that they are right now if you authentically appreciate them. So appreciation is the key to, to everything. So instead of fearing and judging and questioning your own sanity, understand that everything is an illusion. Your, your life is your own creation uh, that is a, a, a consciousness creation. So to say that something is real or not real or really happening or not really happening, everything is as you perceive it. And to really illustrate that, think about the, the, the only moment that you have ever in physical is your exact now moment. What happened seconds ago only now exists in your memory. It's just consciousness now. And when you project your consciousness into the future and you imagine what might happen later today or tomorrow or next year or whatever, that is also a consciousness creation. You're imagining it. You're conjuring it. So everything only exists as consciousness other than the now that you are in in your perceived linear experience. So when you look back over the the behaviors and, and this day this was moved and that day that was said and this day there was a confrontation and it was all denied and you start whipping up all of that, 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 that vibration of judgment around that scenario, you are giving it life. So in your lack of appreciation and your judgment of it, you are breathing more life into the scenario. 
And we understand that many of you have been taught that you're victims of these things, that you have nothing to do with it. But that's very much denying your personal power of creation. And, and, and to take away a being's personal power of creation is really taking everything from you because you are creating your reality. So as long as you are judging and fearing and, 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 and contemplating these things, you're going to keep it alive. But when you move toward authentic appreciation, well, well, there they are again doing this thing because they're in a state of fear. It has no impact on me unless I allow it to. So I'm just going to allow them to have their experience and appreciation of them. And I'm not going to participate in that. Something gets moved. It doesn't matter who moved it. It doesn't matter. Something is said and then the words are retracted later. It's okay. It's okay. It's just a scenario. And the more you detune it, the less you're going to see of the behavior. As we have stated, the, the, the being that's participating in this is either going to stop participating in it, in it or they're going to simply fade away from you. Mm. And we would guide you to not fear either of those scenarios transpiring because the more you do your vibrational work and move your default vibration higher and higher and higher, you are going to see the landscape of beings around you shift. And, and you're going to have to ask yourself, why is this person now bothered by me when they weren't before? I'm doing all of this vibrational work. I'm forgiving. I'm appreciating. I'm meditating. I'm doing breath work. I'm looking for things to appreciate throughout the day. My focus is raising my vibration. Why am I bothering them so much? You're bothering them in those scenarios because you're no longer vibrationally aligned with them. They're here and you're there. Don't go into the judgment of that. Simply appreciate the fact that you are choosing to do some work that's changing your vibration and that some people are going to choose to distance themselves because of that work. And then ask yourself, if I'm moving up in vibration and my higher vibrational matches are now moving into my life and my lower vibrational former matches are exiting, isn't that a good thing? Really good. Not only is that a good thing, it's a great answer. I mean, it's, it's, it's good all the way around. I love it. So, Adine, <laughs> I think it probably answered your question. Hopefully, you got the answer you, you were hoping to get. Um, Leslie, who is con contacting us from, oh, Andine says it's brilliant. So there you go. Um, Leslie, uh, is connecting from uh, down under and she's also part of the uh, Taya community and she has a question. And her question is, why human inertia? Does it have a purpose? If you were speaking of, of momentum up or down your spiral, which is, which is essentially what would create that, that's all a product of your focus. So, the, the vibrational flow that ultimately creates what you would call human inertia is, is, is the creating the, the expansion of your life experience, the expansion of your planetary environment and the expansion of the entire universe. That disruption of vibration is exactly what is creating all that is. If there was just a linear static vibration, it, it would literally be a flat line. There would be nothing new created from that flatline experience. The, the fluctuation in vibration, and, and if you study astrology, astrology is very much rooted in this. Astrology, law of attraction, all of these, these, these spiritual studies and universal laws and all of these things, they're all human creation. They're all humanity's attempt, just like science, to better understand the energetic realm. The energetic realm is quite simple. The energetic realm is expanded via the fluctuation of energy. If, if energy were flat, 
then there would be no fluctuation. There would be no creation. There would be no physical. There would be no need for it. But the energy that you call source would also not be expanding. So the expansion of consciousness is, is the key to all that is becoming a source, becoming a more sophisticated version of itself, if you will, through the endless, infinite expressions in physical moving through these physical environments in polarity, meaning a, a, a flow of vibration that goes up and down and creates tension. And that tension created can build momentum and focus. So when you are creating upward momentum and focusing positively, you are seeing that play out in real time in your lives. More of the things you want start to flow in. Your obstacles become easier to deal with. They lessen. They become fewer and further between. And then when you allow that little bit of a drop from that new high vibration to, to be judged, I've done all this work. I have moved up my vibrational spiral, and now I'm sick. This doesn't work. I'm going to judge it. I'm going to throw in the towel on all of my practice. I'm going to throw all of that away because I don't feel as good today as I felt yesterday. And what do you do then in your judgment? You create downward momentum. And that downward momentum will start to, to knock you around until vibrational flow or your own focus pulls you out of it. And there's nothing wrong with going through that type of journey. In fact, the, the, the journeys that you all place yourselves on that knock you around usually will, will drive you to your greatest expansion. Your expansion points in life, if you all sit down and, and are honest with yourselves and you, you, you take responsibility for everything that you've experienced, everything, even the early childhood stuff that you believe you had nothing to do with, vibrationally you absolutely did, and you start to plot out and you look at your major expansion in life, the times that you've really grown and triumphed, they, they always come after a period of, of struggle, always. That's why you create the struggle. That's why you create the obstacle. You have this major obstacle, this major fork in the road, and you don't trust it, so you make it worse by judging it and fearing it. So you give more power to it. You create more forward momentum down your spiral. And in doing so, you can, you can bat yourselves all over the place. You can go through a, a very long abusive relationship with your employer or your partner or your children or your parents. Very, very long. That takes years, if not decades sometimes to work through. But your judgment of it and your focus upon it is what's co-creating it with the other beings. So when you finally tire of, of, of all the fighting and all of the judgment and all the fear and allow yourselves just to relax for a moment, things start to shift. Well, now you're all coming into understanding via our teachings and others that you can take that focus and build upon it. And you can create your own forward movement up your spiral through appreciation. It's never going to be through judgment. Your matrix, your human collective consciousness, teaches you to judge everything. It's very disempowering for human beings to be in that matrix of thought where you believe that nothing is your fault. Life is just happening to you. You have no power nor control over it. And some people are lucky and some are not. And your life is just going to be what it is. Most of humanity is operating that way. But humanity is tiring of it. Humanity is becoming more sophisticated. You are all chasing the technology that creates you at this point. It's a very interesting time to be a, a physically manifested human being, especially on planet Earth, because your planet is in a massive transitional state because the collective consciousness is becoming more sophisticated. You are communicating like never before. You are comparing notes. You are coming together and questioning everything. 
And you were seeing that collective questioning create massive disruptions across your world. Not for the first time, certainly, but you are seeing a major shift. That compliancy, that human compliancy is being disrupted. You are not as compliant as your parents were and certainly not as compliant as your grandparents were. Every generation is becoming less and less and less compliant. And you're, you're cracking open old belief systems by your questioning of them and then forming new ones. And in some cases, moving right back into to a polarized, very matrix-created belief system, but a little more sophisticated than, than, than those that came before. That's the journey of humanity. And it, again, we, we guide all of you to revel in the time that you have all created for yourselves. That's fabulous. Wow. <laughs> I'm just absorbing that as you're talking and just thinking, my goodness, I, I love the answers that come through David's mouth when, when you're sharing all these ideas with us. Um, Alex, I'm going to come to you in a minute because you said you had uh, a, a question or two for the stream. So I'm going to kind of put you on the spot. One thing <laughs> I want to do, uh, I mean, we've taken two questions from uh, the live stream listeners uh, from Andine and from Leslie. Anyone else who wants to have a question asked and answered, by all means, just type it into the chat and I'll pick it up like I did with them and feed it along to the stream. But uh, Alex, what you got for us? Okay. On a less of a serious note, are <laughs> there any TV shows slash movies that have gotten it right as far as the human experience? <laughs> Notice that you're speaking specifically to TV shows. <clears throat> Notice again the the increased sophistication in, in your entertainment. Mm -hmm. Your 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 television shows, the ones that really stimulate you, those are are far more sophisticated than just a few years back. Mm -hmm. Because humanity is becoming a more sophisticated version of itself. As far as pinpointing one that is somehow supreme, that that quantification and measurement is a human trait that, that mm -hmm. we do not possess. All of it has source in it. Anything that is creative, especially the things that you look upon in appreciation of, of creative works of any type are expressions of that which we are. So if you are watching a television program and you, you are stimulated by it, and you find the characters interesting and the message interesting, you, you are observing an expression of source where the one who wrote and the, the ones who are directing and acting and all of those things are in their highest vibration of appreciation while they're developing it and, and delivering it to you. And you know the difference between something that is created in the high vibration of source and something that is created in need or lack. Mm -hmm. You instantaneously know. You, the, the results, the ratings and reviews and results of your entertainment tell you instantaneously what the vibration was in the creation of that work. Now, there's certainly work that is beyond the sophistication level of some of humanity and, and would be considered distasteful by some of humanity. But anything that you're viewing that is guiding you back around to, to human nature and the, the imperfection of the human condition, David is watching a series that he enjoys very much right now that is all about these, these beautiful, wealthy people that are very, very flawed, and the show goes deeper and deeper and deeper into their flaws and creates all of this suspense. Again, it's, it's, a, it's an example of, of a television program created in a very high vibrational way, although someone who considers themselves religious or spiritual might not want to see it at all because it is, it is about what you would consider very negative things in the end. It's about people mm -hmm. extorting one another and prostitution and, and, and murder and all of these things. Mm -hmm. But it's done in such an artistic way that it stimulates thought. Because you're watching these people that have and they are and they look like what the ideal is within your matrix. 
mm-hmm. yet it's about how very flawed they actually are and, and what they're willing to do to themselves and to other people to, uh, to maintain that image. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can think of, uh, um, well, I don't, as you know, Alex, I don't watch all that much television. I, I have right. maybe one or two programs. I've tried. You've tried very hard. And, and you, <laughs> you know, you came kind of close a couple times too. I have to give you credit for that. I, honestly, the only Cons- consuming that- television, there, there is nothing right nor wrong about any of your activities. We, we are not going to come to you and say that you need to turn your televisions off. We would, however, guide you to always consider what you're consuming and, and your belief, how it's impacting your belief system. Because mm-hmm. you can consume something in appreciation of it and not have it negatively impact your belief system. But if you are consuming something on a regular basis that you know is lowering your vibration because it's instilling fear or judgment or one of those lower vibrational emotions, mm-hmm. then we would guide you to ask yourself if that's the path that you want to take or not. If it is, we are not going to judge that. But if you are listening to our teachings, you are, you are listening to us because you want to systematically raise your vibration, have more joy, more appreciation and more abundance to flow in. And you can watch certain programs and appreciation of the thoughtfulness that's put into it. But you can also consume information from your media that can be very damaging to that pursuit. Fascinating that you say that because I was just going to mention that one of the very few current TV shows, TV series that I actually watch and enjoy is Ted Lasso, which won all the Emmys and so forth on Apple TV. And one of the reasons is because some of the quotes that come out of it, one of the, the most famous quotes that have come out of the series for people who are fans of the series is be curious, not judgmental. I mean, like that, that's, that's like right in the wheelhouse of what we talk about here on the program, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I get excited when I, when I hear that, but what you were also talking about stream there a moment ago, where you talked about how this, the programs have become more sophisticated. I'd add to that, that, that in my view, the, the, the better ones are the ones that have also become what I would call more real. In other words, more in alignment with the way people are actually living their lives mm-hmm. rather than some sort of a far fetched, um, you know, set up more relatable. In. Yeah. It's, they're more relatable. The, the, the Ted Lasso series is a perfect example of for the first couple episodes, it was your typical sitcom. I said, Oh God, I don't know if I can do this. And then all the people started acting like real human beings. I said, Oh, <laughs> I like this. This is good. I'm enjoying this. So yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. What else you got? You got any more questions for him? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> That's all I had so far. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm not seeing anything from the uh, um, the live stream either. Um, so I'm just going to jump in with a question of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, so stream, um, well, you, you gave us a beautiful foundation um, in terms of what you've just said uh, with your initial statement and in answer to the questions, the three questions that we've presented to you so far. Um, I'm kind of curious to know a little bit more about the appreciation angle when it comes to things that we don't like. Because I think that's where we kind of trip up. I, I think most of us, when, when we come into this life and, and we've been here for a, a short period of time or even a longer period of time, and we, we experience particularly the downs. We experience the ups and the downs, but we particularly experience the downs. We say, whoa, that's so much more than I, was, I thought it was going to be. I, I think we're kind of surprised by how powerful, how real those down periods are. And I think that's kind of what one of the things that throws us when it comes to you know, considering ideas like, well, can I find a way to appreciate what that situation is? So let's talk a little bit more about dealing with the downside. What, what can you, what, give us like a piece of wisdom to, 
you know, how do we handle the, re- that the reason that we guide all of you to, to things like daily appreciation exercises, meditation exercises, systematically detuning your life's transgressors is because that raises your general vibration. The higher your general vibration is, the easier it is for you to, to slip in or move into appreciation for wherever you are. But if you've spent a lifetime mired in lower vibration and you're there most of the time, unless you're, you're spiking with a significant event or triumph of some sort, but your default vibration is below what we would call neutral. Most of humanity, if, if you want to give it a numeric value with everything above zero and the positive numbers being source connection and everything below that having a, a preponderance of ego in comparison to source and the, and the more you go down, the spiral, the higher the negative number becomes, most of humanity is operating at a negative five, which is compliancy. The, the, mm. the, the negative five mode of operation, you were all very, you're productive yet obedient beings. Mm-hmm. And, and notice your elements of control, your, your schools, your religions, your government, all of those things are training humanity to operate at negative five. And the, the reason behind that is because that, at that compliancy place, you, there are armies of, of beings who are willing workers, who are, are willing to fall lockstep into what they're told to think and do and believe. And, and most of humanity is operating that way. That's their contrasting experience. So we're not judging that. There's nothing wrong with it. But what's happening across humanity is that you're all waking up to the idea that, okay, the energetic realm is not necessarily what we were taught that it is in religion. We understand that our thoughts create. We understand that our attitude impacts our outcome. And this has been going on for quite some time. But that thought creation, energetic realm connection line of thinking has gained significant momentum in recent years in your linear time. So moving into that that mode of thinking, but, but being so aware of your matrix, meaning you are wanting to break out of this and you are wanting to believe that you can be more and have more and do more, but there's so many elements of your matrix that are telling you the contrary to that. And mm-hmm. there's evidence all over, around you if you choose to look at it of that. So that creates this mass anxiety for humanity. So you, you want to move out of judging your, your lower vibrational creations, but you don't know how. Well, the how is to develop some sort of a daily practice where you are, are systematically appreciating things and systematically appreciating yourselves and systematically relaxing your mind so that you allow your natural source being to be more present in you. And when you do those things systematically day after day after day after day, you see your vibration going higher and higher and higher. And then you notice that the downtime, you are able to reason with it more. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's happening to you anymore. You, yeah. you, you can find yourself in a lower vibrational state and know that when you're in a higher vibrational state, you're going to think very differently. You're going to feel very differently. You're going to act very differently. But right now you're not there. Right now you're down here and it's okay for you to be down there. It's okay for you to be manifesting obstacles and demanifesting things that you want. That's part of the human journey. When you start taking the judgment out of that, that anything that you catch yourself labeling as this should not be. Anytime you are thinking that, because when you catch yourself suffering, you can at the core of that suffering find that that label of this should not be. Yet it is. It's your creation. So there's no such thing as should not be because you created it. 
So you can reason your way out of that very logically. It doesn't have to be some woo-woo out there thing that you pretend to do. In fact, those things don't work as well as using logic to reason your way out of that. I created this obstacle. It doesn't matter how I created it because if I go down the rabbit hole of trying to figure that out down here where I'm not capable of new thought, because by the way, when you're below zero, you are not capable of new thought. You're recycling. You're not solving no anything. In that. That's why when you get really frustrated with working on something and in your frustration, you're never going to solve it. You walk away from it for a little bit, go walk outside, go take a breath, go have a cup of coffee, even a cigarette, whatever soothes you, it does not matter. We're not judging it. Then come back to it and understand that in your higher vibration of appreciation, or at least your relaxed vibration, you're more likely to solve it. I love that. And especially tell that last everyone, bit. The stream is guiding you to smoke cigarettes. You can do whatever you want. We're not judging it. Right. Yeah. I mean, this program doesn't endorse cigarette smoking, but uh, we're also not going to say, well, don't you, do that. That's you, bad. You are all free to do and operate your lives however you want. Obviously, there are health situations that arise from different practices and, and different things, but, but you are all aging yourselves through the human journey, and you all have things that you like to partake in that could be labeled should not be. And usually that label of should not be doesn't solve the, the desire to want to partake in such things. Mm -hmm. The label of should not be usually prolongs whatever you're experiencing. I especially love the part where you, you've talked about how, um, when we're in the, the low vibration, the, the negative space, the below zero space, we are incapable of new creative thought that we're just recycling old thoughts. If we can and remember the further that, down I, you go on your spiral, the less and less capable you become. That's exactly. why you can go all the way down to pure despair where you feel hopeless because in that space, you are hopeless. Yeah. You are. Yeah, there's you there's are no way out. It seems. Yeah. But yeah, you, the, the thing about it is that you will not, you, your focus prolongs your time in that lower vibrational state of hopelessness. If you simply don't, don't try to go reach for something more hopeful and simply relax, Polarity will move you out of that space just the way that moved you into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the, the thing that just grabs at me as I, as I focus on that, the idea that we don't, we're not capable of conscious creative thought in that lower vibrational space. When I try, when I can remember that, that's when I'm most likely able to take that break. And that's that away. very reasonable part of your mind, your human yeah. mind that very often spiritual teachers sort of guide you away from utilizing. We guide you to utilize that mm. because that, that evidential reasoning is something that really works for you, especially when you're in low, it's all of ego. So it's something that does work for you when you're in the lower vibrational state, being a little more 3d when you're down the spiral is not a bad thing, but allow your 3d to be something that is, is, creative in that I know how to get out of the space. I'm not necessarily capable of solving everything or normal thought down here, but I know enough to know how to move myself out of the space. I've been here before. I will be here again. There's nothing wrong with being down here, but I don't have to linger here. I can yeah. move myself out simply by clearing my mind a little bit, appreciating myself or something external from me a little bit, because when you're appreciating, you are activating source within you. Whether it's a puppy or a bird or yourself or a blue sky or the wind, whatever it is you can reach for and find appreciation for when you're down the spiral, that is activating your own source connection within you. And, and it's also powerful, I think, the more often that we do go down into that low vibrational space and then 
raise ourselves out in a variety of different uh, tools, whatever our favorite way is to, to relax ourselves, so to speak, the more that we begin to believe we really do have that ability. We really do have that power. I think the belief, the lack of belief, let's put it that way, actually holds us in that space longer than anything else. What we're doing when we're applying the, the teachings and the tools that you're presenting to us is we're training ourselves to believe, yeah, I really can. You're training yourself yeah, really to trust. There. And that is why we guided yeah. David to call the practice trust your abundance because mm-hmm. it all is about trust. If you yeah. are down the spiral and you're trusting your abundance, even when you're down, that abundance will return because the, what, what you call source or the universe is nothing but abundance. Abundance is delivered to humanity, to planet Earth, from the universe, from source, all the time, without fail, all the time. The only separation from abundance is the separation from source. And that is when you go down into your ego consciousness and start doubting and fearing and judging and comparing and doing all of those things that you do in lower vibration. So that's the separation from source that creates the disruption of abundance. But the disruption of abundance creates more abundance. Yes, that's the ironic part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so appreciate it the disruption of abundance and understand that more abundance is going to follow in your appreciation of the disruption. But you have this matrix that you operate in, by and large, that tells you exactly the opposite. I'm reminded are bad, of something. Things bad, get worse. You're not lucky. That one is. They were privileged. You're not. All of those things that you're taught in the matrix are, are designed to keep humanity at a negative five. And sometimes it backfires and takes specific human beings way below that. And then you get things like mass shooters on your hands. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's the truth. Uh, I'm reminded of something that uh, David said the last time he was on the program. He talked about how um, he had been working so much on getting into that high vibrational space and staying there that he had managed to get himself on the, on the scale. You're describing to be at like, you know, positive 10, positive 20, something like that and stay there. And he's, his comment was, it's boring in that space. He actually deliberately lowered his vibration a bit just to get back to <laughs> the contrast because it was much more interesting to be in the In, in his contrast. spiritual journey with all of our guidance, you, you, you would think that a human being receiving all of this guidance would move themselves to perfection. But in trying to move yourselves to perfection, you're inevitably going to stumble and find imperfection. Where he moved himself to was being so at peace with the imperfection that it truly and authentically raised his vibration to the top of the spiral. And then he realized how complacent he became in that high vibrational space mm-hmm. and, and, and was manifesting what he describes, not by us, but his own ego driven description as his own departure from physical mm, because he moves so high up. So you, you yeah. can, you can manifest a departure from physical at the top or the bottom of your spiral. Mm. Isn't that an interesting option? <laughs> you can go out one way or you can go out the other way. What's your preference? <laughs> well, it's because polarity is the purpose of the physical experience. And when you're no longer moving through polarity, if you're just keeping yourself at the top or you're holding yourself at the bottom of the spiral indefinitely, and it's not an easy thing for most of humanity to do, but some of you, you're well aware, do it. Mm-hmm. You manifest your demise. Now, the aging through the human experience is, is something that comes naturally to you. As you age out of your, your current environment, you become disassociated with your environment. That takes you down your spiral somewhat. You manifest the health issues that are going to, to facilitate your departure from physical. That's the aging journey that you all create for yourselves. Well, this has been, once again, as usual, a fascinating discussion. I think we need to bring David back and let him do a little recovery and then do some catching up. So thank you, Stream, for being with us, and we'll let you disengage while David comes back. 
But what do you think, Alex? I had a good time. I always do. <laughs> yeah. You learn a lot when you listen to the stream, right? Mm-hmm. Because you really get perspective in, in a broad brush sense. I mean, just they, they cover so much. Yeah. It's like they're talking to you, but talking to everybody at the same time. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what happens. And then, and then David comes back and says, Whoa, okay. Where am I? What I missed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I come out of a little shell. Hey, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Welcome back. <laughs> Glad to have you. But uh, no, it was another good stream session. Really, really good. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can tell that you all uh, took them very deep. Mm. Well, we love to do that. That's fun. Yeah. Well, that's the fun stuff, right? Yeah. I get exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. We we were kind of finishing up toward the end, uh, where tell, I was kind of relaying and, and the stream refined it, uh, relaying the, a story that you'd shared the last time you were on the program, where you talked about how you, you'd gotten yourself up to a, a very positive, high vibrational state, you know, the highest vibrational state in the, on the the scale, and you, you you found it kind of like complacent and just like, oh, well, there's not much going on here. And you actually wanted to lower your vibration a little bit to get things interesting yeah. again. Well, I kind of, I, I quit, um, you know, I, I quit doing a lot of things just because I was so high on the spiral and just in such appreciation. I've really taken all the year off from social media. I'm not really on Facebook or I'm getting back into it a little bit, but I haven't mm-hmm. been on Instagram really all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not doing any new TikTok, not doing any of that stuff. And I'm kind of excited to sort of get back into the grind of all that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't want to activate like the vibration of need. Like I need to get the stream out there, but I want to get the stream out there. Yeah. And I I love getting it out there. It's positive five, 10 or 15 than up at positive 20 where you're like, eh, the stream, who cares? I'm just happy over here. (laughs) That's where I want. It really was where I was. So yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to break it back down without going below neutral for sure. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of time left, but I have this urge to, to ask you about something that came up in a conversation yesterday because one of my longtime oldest uh, co-hosts rejoined us for a day. Joel Elston was on the show. <gasps> yeah, it was wonderful. Um, and, uh, he, he made a comment at one point. You, you just referred to not being on Instagram and it, that's what kind of flashed in my mind. He made a really interesting comment. He was telling a story about uh, a, a friend and, and client that he works with who has a very strong Instagram following. And she has built up this this very um, beautiful, physically beautiful persona on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all all the, you know, I, I don't know what they call the filters and so forth, but the, you know, the photoshopping, so to speak. They, she had basically photoshopped herself into this ideal woman. And she'd gotten to the point where she didn't want to show her real face in public because her real face was nothing like the persona that she was oh, putting wow. on Instagram, which was really interesting. And, and his comment was, you know, he would, he would be very happy if Instagram went away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we he thought that we'd be better off without Instagram. So I just wanted to throw that in your, your lap, David, because I think you'll probably give us a different perspective. But when you, th- when you hear that, what are you thinking about? Uh, you know, I, I think that all of these uh, social media outlets have positive and negative. They're polarized like everything else. Positive, we can connect with one another like never before. And you can, you know, anytime I'm bored and want some stimulation, I'm, I'm kind of bored with Instagram personally because it's kind of the same stuff mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Uh, but I've noticed because I was kind of, I moved over to, to TikTok as a consumer a little bit. And then I got really bored with that. It got really political there for a while. At least my feed did. Um and then I noticed that Instagram, their knockoff of TikTok reels, mm-hmm. it's just beautiful. You know, that my feed on, on uh, Instagram is just all beauty and things to appreciate. Mm. Not Photoshop people, but beautiful places, travel, you know, things like that. So I think it can be uplifting 
if you utilize it in a way, you know, that you're kind of consuming the stuff that uplifts you. Um, I think following people that, um, put a facade out there, I, you know, I, if it's inspiring to you, I, I, I don't know. I, I try to refrain from judgment, especially right after streaming because they don't judge any of it. Um, <laughs> you asked me this question. Yeah. I, I, I think you just have to appreciate like the Kardashians, mm-hmm. you know, who's more controversial than the Kardashians, you know, from what I know of them, they use a lot of filters and there's a lot of, you know, touching up that goes on on photos and stuff like that. Um, but they have a huge following. And some of that is probably positive and some of it probably entails people looking at them and looking at themselves. I would say I would love to get into a vibrational space where I can see someone who is naturally beautiful or photoshopped and appreciate them for what they are and still love me for what I am. Mm -hmm. And maybe you have to get to your fifties to accomplish that. I don't know. It took me a while to get there. (laughs) It took me a while to get there because I, it's interesting you asked me that question because I went and had new headshots done yesterday. Oh, really? Uh, my headshots don't look anything like me. I had a color, you know, my beard, you know, went gray and I was coloring it for a while. Uh, I was in better shape than I am now. I was more tan than I am now. I don't look the way that I used to look. My old headshots, I thought I looked pretty damn good in my headshots. Sure. Yeah. And I could back it up for the most part when I would appear live. Now, you know, you see this one person and then I pop on like, Hey, stream of David. And they're like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> like, Holy catfish. What is going on? <laughs> yeah. And I have to tell you when the, the photographer showed me the camera, I wasn't like, Oh my God, I look so fat. Oh my God. I look, I just wasn't like that yesterday. I was like, Oh, I like that. Cool. You know, mm-hmm. it was a, such, it was like a fraction of the photo shoot of the one that I did in 2018. Yeah. Those other photos where I was so consumed with, you know, I got to look the right image and, you know, I'm, I'm putting Taya out there. I need to look. And that's so like then, you know, but if somebody wants to be all photoshopped and, and have this perfect thing that everybody wants to follow, uh, I just think that that's just the experience they're having. It's okay. I had it too. So I can't, I don't want to be one of those people that sort of comes out of that experience and then judges everyone who's mm-hmm. exactly where I was just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And interesting that you yeah, mentioned that because it's literally before we got uh, started with the, with the show today, I was in contact with Carrie, who does uh, a lot of your, your behind the scenes stuff, asking her, do you have any current photo headshots of, of David? I, all I have is the old stuff. And so here you are. I will soon. I, very soon we will have something that actually look like me. Yes. So cool. So we'll be able to use that next time. Well, yeah. I got to tell you, this has been wonderful as usual. So mm-hmm. thank you again for joining us and, and uh, sharing some wisdom. It's good seeing both of you and all of you yeah. out there. And I heard some familiar names peppered in there, here and there. Yep. So. Yeah, thank there's you, some people listening in. So thank you very much. And thank you, Alex. Of um, course. I know you still are going through stuff, but uh, as you, usually you have a smile on your face and that, that serves you well. But uh, we also wish you well as you're, thank you're working you. through your health journey. So yeah, more, more goodness coming your way. And thank you to our live stream listeners and to our podcast listeners everywhere. We'll see you all next time here on LOA today. Goodbye, everybody.